Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. It's the podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made according to quality. I'm your host, Luke. No matter what you might think in the last two episodes, I'm still the host. I can't be, can't just stage a coup against me. This this kingdom is not going to break down into, into individual fiefdoms. Oh, you're the king now. That's right. Finally, that a was... big, strong man is here to take charge. <laughs> Those are the the sounds of my uh, co-host slash traitors, Chelsea and Crystal. Hi, I'm just trying to keep the show going. <laughs> I was there for the people mm-hmm. when you two were not. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's it's funny how how you know different historical events can have different interpretations. <laughs> I was a traitor. <laughs> Great. Anyway, we've got two guests with us here this week. We have returning uh, for the first time in ages. We got Lau. Hello. Hey. And return returning for the first time ever. <laughs> you can't call it that. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. It's my show. It's Greg. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Uh, we have five new video games that we are going to add to our list uh, this day. We are going to be placing Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Liquidator 2, Welcome to Hell, Hitman 2, Silent Assassin, Ratchet and Clank, Before the Nexus, and our listener-suggested game, Phantasmagoria, A Puzzle of Flesh. I don't like that name. It's not a great one. a good source. That one of these games is the worst game ever. Hmm. I doubt it. <laughs> let's I mean, see. Let's start with. It might have been hyperbole, but sure. this person really did not like this game. Hmm. Let's right, start with Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Uh, let's see here. Description from the Steam store. For the first time ever, the Dragon Ball universe is coming to Steam. Dragon Ball Xenoverse revisits famous battles in the series through your custom avatar, who fights alongside Trunks and many other characters. Will the strength of this partnership be enough to intervene in fights and restore the Dragon Ball timeline we know? Wait, hold New on. New features. Huh? The one character they call out is Trunks? <laughs> yeah. Not Goku? No, it's... Listen, we'll get into it in a second here. New I'm... features include the mysterious Toki Toki City, new gameplay mechanics, new character animations, and many other amazing features to be unveiled soon. <laughs> Considering that they've already released a sequel to this game, I've got a feeling all the features have been revealed. <laughs> But no, so the plot of this game is that the bad guy is like a time evil person. And because Trunks is a time traveler, he's kind of the hero trying to keep the timeline together. And he recruits you to help him uh, to go help all the famous Dragon Ball heroes. The big gimmick with this game is that you get to create your own Dragon Ball character. It's got like a character creator in it. Neat. Goku is the Dragon Ball character you want to hang out with. I mean, you can hang out with Goku in this game. Kick back, share beer. He's just not, like, the main character of the, the storyline. Are you sure this is an official Dragon Ball product? I Goku am. Goku isn't the, the main character? No, no, he, this is definitely an official one. Um, this game is kind of the spiritual successor to the Dragon Ball MMO uh, and borrows some, some ideas from it. 
Uh, I think the races you can be are like Saiyan, uh, Namekian, Frieza guy, and Majin. And uh, yeah, you make a character, and then you just go and do random iconic battles from Dragon Ball history. And you learn, uh, you can like pick a character to be like your mentor and learn all their special moves. And uh, it's really cool, the, the part where you play it, and that part's not very fun. It kind of is oh. bad. That's really too bad for a video game. Yeah, like the character creator is real cool, and you're like, oh man, I made my, I made this awesome character. Um, getting these cutscenes of hanging out with Trunks, he's giving me a job. I'm gonna go save Goku, because the bad guys have sent energy back in time to power up Vegeta on Earth, and now, oh no, Earth's gonna get destroyed unless I help. But then it's not very good. I don't, so I guess you've pl actually played this game. I have played this game, yes. What I've seen of it reminded me a lot of the Budokai Tenkaichi games. Yeah, it's definitely, it, it feels adjacent to those, um, to the degree that now I don't want to ever go replay those games, because I'm worried they are not as good as I remember them being. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't know, am I the only one that's played Dragon Ball Xenoverse? Dragon Ball reruns the video game? <laughs> no, this yeah, game is notable for actually having an original story instead of just retelling the Frieza saga. That's true, because most Dragon Ball video games are just rehashes of the, the story of the manga and anime yeah. over and over forever. And some clip this... shows have framing devices. But... Yeah, exactly. It's not much of an extra story. Uh, and it was Universe 2 added in all the movie timelines, and it was like, oh, those are parallel universes. That's why they don't make sense in the canon. Oh, that's why. <laughs> right, yeah, Thanks exactly. Thanks for explaining. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, is Dragon Ball Xenoverse better or worse than game number 242, uh, which is, of course, Pokemon Blue Version Japan, the special edition of Pokemon Red and Green that was eventually turned into our Red and Blue. Hmm. So you said the Dragon Ball game isn't that good? Eh, nah. Is it okay? Eh, like, if you're really starving for some Dragon Ball content, then, like, yeah, it'll do. But, like, then they put out Dragon Ball Fighters, and that is so much better. That scratches that itch so much more that, like, this game, I don't care about it anymore. Let me go Dragon Ball. All right. Crystal. Dragon Ball. Wow. Uh, I'll go with Pokemon Blue. Okay. And Greg. <clears throat> I really love those, uh, those Japanese, those early Japanese Pokemon sprites. I, I, love, yeah. I love Charmander with that huge schnoz. So, right. I'm going to go with Pokemon. All right, that does tie it up. Hmm. I think... Man, I don't really want to... There's better... After these messages, we'll be right back. Huge schnoz. Yeah, the Pokemon... The original Pokemon sprites were very... <laughs> very goofy looking compared to what they've settled into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess they're kind of unique, but I don't know if there's I would a, call them good. There's a there's a video on YouTube, a guy who made a, who turned the sprites into proper, official looking artwork, and it's funny going through all of them. Where like, some of them are some of them are like, oh, we nailed Ratatata in one, we got it, and then there's like, 
execute. And it's like this massive god egg surrounded by these little orbiting eggs. Like, it's not quite right. <laughs> Close enough. So, is this a common occurrence on Let's Place? The host goes away? I guess editing magic will make this seem seamless. Mm. Absolutely. Also, I do like it when a podcast says they're going to edit something out and they'll just leave it in. Yeah. I, I usually will sometimes split the difference by just cutting it out and putting it at the end. If I really want to keep something that's funny. Do you keep a list of on what episodes specific games were placed? No, but they're in every description. So I guess kind of. I'm watching video of the Xenoverse uh, character creator and the size discrepancy between male and female characters is ridiculous. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> That's such a funny joke. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> you were, just, you were, uh, I think, breaking the tie. What's tie breaking? Aha! I figured out how to keep Crystal from plowing forward without me. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, I'm gonna give it to Pokemon. I had fun playing that at some point. I didn't never have much fun playing Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Okay. In which case, Xenoverse moves down to number three sixty-three. Uh, Greg, how does it compare to The Hollow Table, an online client for playing the Star Wars collectible card game? The Hollow Table. Wow. I Wait, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was just confused. I didn't know what this was. I missed this episode. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what this is. I um, think you gave a pretty good description. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so is that a vote for Dragon Ball? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think he's decided um, yet. Should, yeah, yeah. Let me figure out what that, what this, how this right. thing is. Wow. I think I'm guessing Dragon Ball probably. A... Okay. Uh, Crystal. I abstain as I do not recognize the Hollow Table as a video game. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what because Chelsea. it's a recreation of a card game? It's just a client to play the card game. Call a table. So you, you would right. also not want to play something like Magic the Gathering online? Mm, I consider that a little different. Oh, so it's not an actual table? No. No, okay, Dragon Ball. It's, it's a website. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that was your hang-up. I thought if it was an actual hologram table, I was wondering why it drank so low, but... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when I had no idea what this game was, that's what I thought. It, that's kind of what I thought it was. Right. If it was an no. actual hologram table, why wouldn't they be making Yu-Gi-Oh with it? Also, if it was an actual hologram table, Crystal would be right. It wouldn't be a video game. It would be a hollow game. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Greg, you voted Dragon Ball. Chelsea, what did you vote? I'm sorry. Hollow table. You voted hollow table. Wow, you voted hollow table. No, I voted Dragon Dra Ball. You voted Dragon Ball. Okay, that's fine. Um, hmm. I vote Hollow Table, so Crystal, I'm gonna need to force a vote out of you. It's Dragon Ball. Alright. In that case, Dragon Ball Xenoverse moves up to number 302. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to World of Chaos? What the hell? Oh, this was like the, the RPG where you're like, 
a half orc based on a Hungarian novel series. Um, Dragon Ball. Okay, Crystal. Dragon Ball. Lau. Dragon Ball. And Greg. Uh, Dragon Ball. All right, Dragon Ball moves up to number two seventy-two. Greg, how does it compare to Shadow Worlds, a tactical RPG with a anime-esque art style-ish? I think I played this back in the day. Uh, Shadow Worlds. Wow, really? Okay. Wow. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm just looking at the Shadow Worlds thing because I'm not familiar with it. I feel like this game might have been on the list of the last time you guessed it. It's an old one. I mean, that's very possible. It has a... I mean, I'm going with Dragon Ball. Alright. Uh, Crystal. Dragon Ball. And Chelsea. Shadow Worlds? That's two for Shadow Worlds. Greg, sell me on Shadow Worlds. Um, my dad bought it, and okay. I got to, like, play all of his games in his lap. Well, uh-huh, uh-huh. so, you know, it's all just gooey nostalgia, so sure. you clearly, because sh- you like me. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> you know what? I, You've made your case. I'm voting Shadow Worlds. <laughs> Which moves Dragon Ball down to number 287. Uh, Greg, how does it compare to Rocket, Robot on Wheels, an N64 3D platformer where you're a little rocket-powered unicycle robot? Aw, that's cute. Uh, I'll go with Rocket. Okay. Uh, Lau. I'm going with Rocket, Robot on Wheels. Crystal. Dragon Ball. Chelsea. Rocket. All right, Rocket takes it. And Dragon Ball drops to number 294. Hmm. All right, Chelsea, how does it compare to Arrow the Acrobat 2, the sequel to Arrow the Acrobat that apparently existed? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Dragon Ball. Crystal. Xenoverse. Lau. Dragon Ball Xenoverse. And Greg. Ah, uh, Dragon Ball. All right, Dragon Ball takes it and moves to number 290. Greg, how does it compare to Neocron? A cyberpunk MMO that Crystal likes a lot. <laughs> Even though she's never played it. Um, I gotta go with cyberpunk. Neocron. Alright. Uh, Lau. I mean, Neocron sure has a cover. Yeah, it sure it's does. something. But yeah. I'm still gonna go with Dragon Ball. Uh, Crystal. Neocron. And Chelsea. Dragon Ball. How's that German Discord doing these days, Crystal? Still, I don't have registration up. Still people asking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Chelsea, what did you say? Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. I'm going to go Neocron, because they're both online games, but Dragon Ball made me sad, because it wasn't very good. Uh, Which moves Dragon Ball down to number 292. Chelsea, how's it compared to Die Hard Trilogy? Uh, a collection of three games, each one based on a different film in the Die Hard franchise. Uh, Dragon Ball. Crystal. In the spirit of Christmas, I will vote for Dragon Ball. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. I'm voting for Die Hard Trilogy. Okay. And Greg. Uh, Die Hard Trilogy. Alright, that's gonna tie it again. Boy, a lot of split decisions on this one. Uh, I guess Dragon Ball. I guess. That character creator was fun to mess around with. 
which moves Dragon Ball to number 291. Greg, how does it compare to Batman Arkham Origins? The game where the Dark Knight himself must tackle a, a cadre of assassins sent after him on Christmas Eve. Hmm. Uh, I think this is around the time the Arkham series got oversaturated, so I'm going to go to Dragon Ball. Okay. Uh, loud. Uh, well, it is almost Chris- Christmas, yeah. and Arkham Origins is a Christmas. It's set at Christmas. Right. So you could call it a Christmas video game. Sure. So I'm going to go with Batman Arkham Origins. All right, that's one for each. Crystal. A fun thing to do is to look at Bob Kane's credits on Moby Games. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Where he's listed as Batman created by on every Batman video game. Yeah. <laughs> My vote is for Dragon Ball. Okay, that's two for Dragon Ball. Uh, Chelsea. Batman. All right, that ties it again. I'm going to go Batman. Uh, which means that Dragon Ball Xenoverse is placed at number 292. Directly above Die Hard Trilogy, directly below Batman Arkham Origins. Congratulations on making it to the top 300? Hmm. Well, that'll be prestigious someday. I mean, if it keeps that position, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to another game. One called Liquidator 2. Welcome to hell. Because that's a title for a game. Is it a lumber liquidator? Can you believe they actually spelled two properly and didn't make it a number two? Yeah, that's a good point. Liquidator 2 Welcome to Hell is a first-person shooter game. Fight monsters from hell, aliens, and other creatures in three different settings. The abandoned city, the swamp, and hell. Typical enemies like spiders, skeletons, and demons have to be defeated with the usual weapons like machine guns, flamethrower, and many more. Collect power-ups to upgrade your armor and weapons. So it's, they tried to make Doom, but in like 2005. Welcome to hell, to the great hell liquidator sale. Everything's gotta go, go, go. Yep, yep, that's, mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's a first person shooter. Doesn't look great. Probably get an okay time of fun out of it for a little while. I mean, would it, would it be funny to make fun of it? Uh, maybe. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to tell. Well, yeah. I'm not finding any evidence of a Liquidator 1. Huh. <laughs> 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 well, it works for it worked for uh, Leonard Part 6. So I guess Moby Games is a more complete database, because I tried searching for Liquidator on Giant Bomb, and oh, they, yeah. it does not appear in that database. Yeah, so... Yeah, Liquidator 2. I vote Tom and Jerry World. <laughs> well, see, this is why we can't both do this, because we have, like, there's a little bit of random chance, so I don't know if I'm getting Tom and Jerry World or not. Well, either way, I'm voting Tom and Jerry World. That's fair. Also, I did get Tom and Jerry World, so <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> uh, Crystal, uh, what do you vote? Liquidator 2 or Tom and Jerry World? A possibly non-existent MMOR, MMO featuring everyone's favorite cat and mouse. Wait, how okay, did so it make it on this list if it's possibly non-existent? Because I'm like, I'm like 75% sure it was real at some point. Definitely so, can't play it today or find any screenshots of it at all. Although I cannot find evidence of Liquidator 1 on the internet, yeah. watching a video of Liquidator 2, there's like a little cabinet where you can play a sprite-based Liquidator 1. 
Oh. So I think they this in the fiction, this might be a sequel to the fictional game Liquidator. Okay, 1997. That ca- you know what? That's a power it's, move. It's, it's winning me over a little bit with that one. <laughs> so I guess I'll vote for Tom and Jerry World. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going with Liquidator, too. Okay, that is two for Tom and Jerry, one for Liquidator. Greg? Uh, I gotta go with the game that actually exists, so yeah. Liquidator 2. Well, here's the thing. What's better, a non-existent game or the sequel to a non-existent game? I gotta go with Liquidator 2. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> What's up, Chelsea? Both options are pretty Nothing. good. Uh, yeah, Liquidator 2 moves up to number 121. Greg, how does it compare to Ray Tracers, a PlayStation 1 racing game where you gotta complete a course quickly because whatever time you have left over at the end is used to do a thrilling boss battle against like a tank or a helicopter, and you just gotta crash your sports car into it a bunch to make it die. Oh. Um, I'll go with Liquidator. Alright. Wow. Ray Tracers sounds amazing. I'm going yeah, with it's, that. It's pretty good. Crystal? Ray Tracer. All right, and Chelsea? Ray Tracers. All right, Ray Tracers takes it, and Liquidator 2 moves down to number 182. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Europa Universalis 4, a complex strategy game set in a fictionalized version of Europe? Uh, Europe salad. (laughs) Crystal? Europe salami. (laughs) Wow. Uh... Europe is not edible, but I will vote for your Europa Universalis for. All right, and Greg, you know what? I'm mm. gonna be Liquidator 2's champion this time. All right, Let's go around. Fair I'm gonna enough. Be, I'm gonna Liquidator uh, 2 uh, strikes me as a game that's like three years away from becoming a cult classic. <laughs> anyway, uh, Europa Universalis wins and. Uh, uh, Liquidator 2 moves down to number 212. Uh, Greg, how does it compare to New York City, The Big Apple? Uh, an old computer game where you visit New York City and you have a limited budget to go sightseeing. But don't get robbed. It's weirdly open-ended for an old game. And it's like GTA, but in the 80s. <laughs> I'll go with Liquidator 2. All right. Wow. Uh, Liquidator 2. Crystal. The Big Apple. And Chelsea. The Big Apple. We're we're all a bunch of Big Apple fans over here, uh, which means that Liquidator is going to move down some more to number 227. Chelsea, how does it compare to Demolish Fist, a 2D, 3D fighting brawler where you gotta you gotta brawl your way through a whole horde of crazy enemies like flying babies. You throw a couch right at them. And demon babies. Yeah. Are there flying demon babies? I believe so. Demolish Fist. <laughs> you sound disappointed to have to vote for either. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> Crystal? Demolish Fist is demolicious. Great. Wow. I'm voting for Demolish Fist. And Greg? Liquidator 2! <laughs> I'm glad if nothing else we found you your new favorite game. <laughs> this is my new. This is my new favorite game. You're you're not required to play this game when we're done. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going. I am going to find out where I can get this game. Hopefully, it's on Steam uh, or GOG or something. 
All right, we moved into number 235 to a game I think Lau was here for when we placed. Greg, you how does it compare to... You can't ask me to remember things like this. <laughs> Greg, how does it compare to American Turbo King, a top-down driving game where you're driving a sports car on the beach throwing baseballs at hippies and doing ramps off of... Doing jumps off of ramps. I mean, maybe you can do that, too, in Liquidator 2. I don't know. Liquidator 2! <laughs> All right, great. Lau? I mean... Uh, I mean, what do I mean? No, I'm American Turbo King sounds unique. Mm -hmm. and I'm giving it my vote just for that. All right, Crystal. Now, as I recall, American Turbo Game was the Amstrad CPC game where it struggled to load anything in front of you as you were moving. Uh, you know, let's not get things like technical quality. Get in the way here. Right. So I'll vote for Liquidator. <laughs> All right, that's two for Liquidator. Chelsea? American Turbo King. That ties it. I, I like the American Turbo King. I believe in them. I'm loyal to that Turbo King. Uh, in that case, Liquidator 2 moves down to number 239. Chelsea, how does it compare to Poems by Heart, a mobile game that gives you a poem with some blanks and you gotta fill it in and it's like, it'll help you memorize poems. So you'll be a cool, sophisticated person. Poems by Heart. Crystal. Y'all were so mean about this game. Poems by Heart. <laughs> Lau. I do not like poems. I'm voting for Liquidator 2. Greg. Uh, gotta go with Liquidator 2. I can buy a Mad Libs down at the grocery store easy enough. I like poems just fine, but yeah, this game sucks. I'm voting Liquidator. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> also, looking at the list, this means we don't have to compare it to Pokemon games, and my heart would right. just break. Oh, William Shakespeare has a movie games page. Great. I'm so glad. <laughs> Are there uh, a lot of games based on the works of William Shakespeare? Well, this one he's credited as includes poems by. Sure. There's also the Chronicles of Shakespeare based on a play by, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. among others. Greg, how does Liquidator 2 compare to Arabian Magic, a 2D arcade brawler inspired by 1001 Nights? Liquidator 2. Uh, uh, Lau. Arabian Magic. All right, uh, Crystal. Arabian Magic. And Chelsea. Arabian Magic. All right. Arabian Magic takes it, and Liquidator's just got one last game to go up against. Chelsea, how does it fare against number 238, Sonic Shuffle, a Mario Party clone inspired by the Sonic franchise? Sonic Shuffle. Crystal. Liquidator. Duh, Lau. I mean, Mario Party and Sonic, that's like double bad. Liquidator <laughs> soon. And Greg. Welcome to hell. All right, Liquidator 2 wins that one and is placed at number 238, directly above Sonic Shuffle, directly below Arabian Magic. Made it into the top 250. That's that's something. You know, what, what more do you want? More importantly, this means that Pokemon Red Version America is now at the center of the list. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, boy, how far we've come. Half of all video games we placed are better than Gen 1 of Pokemon. Well, I guess yellow's in here somewhere still. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our third game of the day. We are looking at Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. Now, to be clear, this is Hitman 2 Silent Assassin and not Hitman 2, the 2018 release. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So let's let's take a look here. It is um, the first Hitman two. Yes, it's the first Hitman two. Boy, um, this the game. What's that? Has a controversy. Oh, does it? If I may read from the Wikipedia. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we establish the groundwork? I'll, okay. I'll read off the Moby games, then you can bring in your, your additional info here. The perfect hitman, Agent 47, tries to distance himself from his violent past and becomes a humble church gardener. But he's tricked into returning to his trade when his friend, a priest, gets kidnapped by an Italian mafioso. Hitman 2 Silent Assassin is a third-person stealth game. As a titular hitman, you have to complete a number of missions all over the world. Each mission generally involves assassinating someone, and possibly fulfilling a couple other objectives. Typically, your target will be protected by numerous guards. While there's a large arsenal of weapons available to you, ranging from stealthy weapons such as a garrote or a silenced pistol, up to machine guns and sniper rifles, your main weapon will be stealth. Agent 47 can sneak around to remain undetected, and he can disguise himself in clothes from killed or stunned guards. The guards aren't completely stupid, however, as they'll investigate suspicious noises and they'll react if they see you waving around a gun. They'll get suspicious if they see you running around, raise alarm upon finding a corpse, and if you hang in a disguise around them too long, they'll eventually realize you're not one of their buddies. Hitman 2's Silent Assassin brings something new to the series. Depending on your stealthiness, you're given a rating upon completing a mission. Going trigger-happy on everyone will result in being called a mass murderer. Well, only the most patient and skilled players will ma manage to receive the Silent Assassin rating, which generally involves stealthily eliminating the target without raising any suspicion. And then what do, what do you wait, have, Crystal? Wait, 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 before Crystal does that, I just want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. I take umbrage with the fact that this game was released in 2013, and they're now releasing, they just now released another Hitman 2. Oh, this wasn't uh, released in 2013. This was originally released in 2002. The link I uh, gave was like a 2013 like, okay. release. I still I take some umbrage with the fact game. that they did another Hitman 2 so soon. I mean, there are two games that are just called Doom. That's, Reboot, yeah. Gift, okay, but how many years between those two games were there? And there's like That's millions it. of people called Greg, so... <laughs> Okay, Crystal, go ahead. So you're a real rehash of other Griggs. Anyway. Okay, buckle up for this one. Okay. The game's release sparked controversy due to a level featuring the killing of Sikhs within a depiction of their most holy site, Ooh. the Harmandir Sahib, where mm. hundreds of Sikhs were massacred in 1984. An altered version of Silent Assassin was eventually released on all the platforms, with mm -hmm. the related material removed from the game. However, the DRM free version available on GOG.com is completely uncensored and patched to 1.01. <sighs> what? I, I, went from, I went from, oh god, that's bad, to, well, at least they fixed it, to, oh god, why do they still have it out there for people? No! Ugh. Well, that's not great. You know what game that doesn't happen in? Liquidator 2, welcome to hell. <laughs> I mean, are, are you I willing mean, to... You, how do you know for sure? <laughs> I just know it in my heart. All right, well, that's a bold stance. All right, Hitman I mean, 2, that's not... Mm, I've heard mm. from a trustworthy source that Hitman 2 is the worst game ever. I've, I've, I've heard people say that they don't like Hitman 2. Like, Hitman fans don't like Hitman 2. Maybe that's not entirely accurate. I don't like it after that thing. Yeah, I was read. about to say, I I think I understand now why they made another Hitman 2 to kind of 
separate themselves from <laughs> yeah. this one. Hitman yeah, Two, and, we're sorry. In the new Hitman Two, you just dress like a flamingo and shove a lady down an elevator shaft. It's great. Anyway, well, let's place this one. Wait, uh, how do you get Sierra Knox near elevator shaft? Uh, you dress up as the flamingo and like pretend to like have the blackmail paperwork, and she'll take you into that back it's alley. Not a, um, is that an elevator yeah, it's like, shaft? I mean, it's I, not I think, like a weird basement thing. It's a it's a big hole in the ground. I guess I assumed it was like an under construction elevator shaft. I guess I don't know. I guess I didn't really put that much thought into it. What the hell the purpose of that hole was? It's just a big a, comical hole that she walks by for you to shove her. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Greg, how does Hitman 2 Silent Assassin compare to game number 242? Uh, Pokemon Red Version America, the game we were just talking about. Mm. Gotta go with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm trusting my source, so I'm going with Pokemon. Alright. Uh, Crystal. Pokemon. Pokemon. Chelsea. Yeah. All right, Hitman moves down to number 364. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Cap'n Crunch's Crunchling Adventures, a pet-raising game that came free in specially marked packages of Cap'n Crunch? Mmm, pass. All right, Crystal. Cap'n Crunch. Lau. Uh, Cap'n Crunch. All right, and Greg. Um, Cap'n Crunch is the one I actually had. I had fun with it. All right. Captain Crunch takes it and moves down. Uh, Hitman moves down, rather, to number 425. Greg, how does it compare to Pearl Harbor, uh, an old uh, shareware game where you're a gunner at Pearl Harbor and have to shoot down a bunch of incoming bomber planes, but in the free version, it's impossible to shoot down them all, and you're doomed to live through the experience of Pearl Harbor. Or you can just, like, pay 10 bucks or however much they charged, and you can, like, win. Pay ten bucks to remove our artistic message. Um, I'll go with Pearl Harbor. All right, Lau. Pearl Harbor is clearly an innovator in game monetization mm-hmm. for doing this so early. So yeah. I'm voting for it. All right, that's two for Pearl Harbor. Crystal. Pearl Harbor. And Chelsea. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Hitman Two keeps on dropping. Number 456. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Man Enough, an FMV dating game where you have to seduce one of several early 90s beauties and have the sex with them? Um, pass. All right, Crystal. Which one was this again? This is Man Enough, the, the dating simulator with shitty FMV. Well, let's go with Man Enough. All right, that's one for Man Enough. Wow. As much as I want to stick to saying Hitman 2 is the worst game ever, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I could possibly vote for a game that doesn't understand that sex isn't real. <laughs> what? All right. Okay. I'm, I'm saying Hitman 2. That's one for Hitman 2, Greg. Uh. Gosh, we're really in the weeds, huh? Um, yeah. Because they tried to fix it halfway, I'm going to go with Hitman 2. Alright, yeah, that's two for Hitman 2. Chelsea, I'm circling back around to you. Hit, hit, Hitman 2? Alright. 
Yeah, Hitman 2 takes it and moves up to number 440. Uh, Greg, how does it compare to, let's see, Doki Doki Literature Club? <laughs> oh, yay! Uh, a horror visual novel that starts off looking like a rote, innocent dating simulator that quickly takes a turn for the existentially terrifying that really got dunked on the time we placed it. It's a perfectly fine game. <laughs> was I involved in that? No, there was. this was recent. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was... Was, I, was that not like on the 2016? No, I guess we dunked on Undertale and then at some point you replaced it. Yeah, that did happen. Why would you... That was perfectly scientific. <laughs> well, listen, peer review happens every 50 episodes. We've got another one coming up soon. Maybe Undertale will end up back where it was. Uh, Wait, I have not actually listened to any of these. How thorough no, is a peer review? Oh, thorough. Oh, it's, I mean, it, the way peer review is going to work uh, is that we're going to have as many guests on as we can get in one episode. We had nine last time. Everyone gets to pick one game that just gets removed off the list and placed all over again as if it was brand new. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Greg, uh, yes. how do you vote? Doki, Doki Doki Literature Club or Hitman? Uh, I'm not a super huge fan, but Doki Doki is a more interesting game. So. All right. Know that. Lau, how about you? I've heard of people that like Doki Doki Literature Club, so I'm voting for that. Yeah. Crystal, which one do you like better? Insensitivity towards mental health issues or insensitivity towards massacres? Doki Doki. All right. Chelsea? Doki Doki. All right. Doki Doki takes it. And Hitman 2 moves down to number 448. Chelsea, how does it compare to Disney's Villain's Revenge, a minigame collection where you have to help Jiminy Cricket save the happy endings from all the classic beloved Disney films? Disney's Villain's Revenge. Crystal. Disney. All right. Uh, Lau. I was really hoping that it would be a game about the villains actually getting revenge. Right. But some, it, since it isn't, I'm going with Hitman 2. Alright, and Greg? I mean, compared to some of the games we've been talking about, Disney's Villains Revenge feels so nice, so refreshing. I'll go with <laughs> Villains Revenge. Alright, yeah. Uh, Disney wins, because Disney always wins. And Hitman moves down to number 252. Oh, man. <laughs> It's hard Greg, to lose it, when you own everything. How does it compare to Detective Bogey? Um, <laughs> it's like a, a bug detective or something. Yeah, it's a platformer like a, yeah. based on the eponymous Spanish animated series. Yep, that one. How do you vote, Greg? <laughs> the game itself <laughs> offers typical platforming gameplay. Great. Uh, I don't know anything about this. Hitman 2 is a known quantity. I'll go with Hitman right. 2. Okay, Lau. Detective Bogey sounds lovely. I'm, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I'm voting for it. Alright, that's one for each. Crystal. Detective Bogey. Chelsea. Bogey. Alright, Detective Bogey takes it. Hitman 2 moves down to number 454. Chelsea has to compare to Fight Club, the fighting game... Inspired by the hit film Fight Club. Hitman. Crystal. Fight Club. It's 
One for each, Lau. Fight Club. Alright, and Greg. Ooh, which brand of toxic masculinity do I want to go with? Um, exactly. <laughs> I'll go with Hitman. Alright. Uh, Hitman takes it and moves up to number 453 for one last comparison. Greg, how does it compare to Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, a Monster Hunter game for the iPhone? I have to imagine the worst Monster Hunter games is still better than than what Hitman 2 does. So, All I'll right. go with Monster yeah. Hunter. Okay. Wow. I really don't like what I've experienced of Monster Hunter Hitman 2. Mm. Alright, that's one for each. Crystal. Monster Hunter. Alright, and Chelsea. Monster Hunter. Alright, uh, Monster Hunter wins, and with that, Hitman Silent Assassin is placed... At number 454, directly above Fight Club, directly below Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. Congratulations on dodging the dot, the bottom ten, I guess. I guess. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's let's keep this trainer I mean, rolling. It, it sure did avoid that. Yeah. Can't argue against that. It's not one of the ten worst games of all time. Uh, we are next placing Ratchet and Clank before the Nexus for Android, iPad, and iPhone. Ratchet and Clank before the Nexus is an oh, endless that's runner. that's why the, the title wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> I, I mean, isn't that one called Enter the Nexus? Probably. Oh, it's called Into the Nexus. The, the other game I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Ratchet and Clank before the Nexus is an endless runner in the companion game to the PS3 title Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus. It also uses characters from the game. In the introduction, the news announcer Stone Stonefield reports that the terachnoid scientist Fleabar Snuddleblast has gone missing. It turns out he's abducted by the twin crime team Vendra and Neftin Prague, who are the lead suspects in a theft at Pollux Industries. Ratchet, the protagonist of the game, spots their ship and starts chasing them. Using typical runner mechanics, the player swipes to move Ratchet between lanes or to jump over obstacles. Tapping and holding can be used to float in the air a little longer with certain gadgets. There are various environments with grind rails, but also sections on land where tapping is required to shoot enemies. Along the way, he can rescue terachnoids and bolts can be collected as the primary currency in the game. They're used to purchase weapons, ammo, also immediately in-game, weapon upgrades, gadgets, armor, and the separate raritanium currency. Raritanium can be transferred to the main Ratchet & Clank into the Nexus game by syncing the PSN account. By completing objectives, hero bolts are earned, used for revives. The game is free to play, and additional bolts can be bought as in-app purchases. It's an endless runner, but it's Ratchet & Clank. I think it's pretty straightforward. Sorry. Ah. Fleba Snuddleblast. Uh-huh, yeah. That's just the name. Yep. That's, that's the old mash-on-the-keyboard method of naming stuff. The old George I don't Lucas think they would approach. Have gotten enough wows that way, but yes, does can't yeah. be too far off. Chelsea, how does Ratchet and Clank compare to? Hey, Chelsea had to leave. Things came up. Things happen. Who knows? Let's keep going. We're talking about into the Nexus before the Nexus. Who cares? Uh, One of Crystal. The two. Crystal, how does Ratchet and Clank compare to number 245, Harald Hardtand, Uh the, I, <laughs> Yeah, what's up? 
I mean, it's a Danish game, and I'm Danish, so I could actually pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, 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 you want to give us the real pronunciation? Let me, with... It's number 245. It's pronounced Hal Horten Kampen und die Reintöner. Okay. Which means... Ha yeah. Ha Hal Horten is the na name of the main character, and so... Okay, yeah, Horten yeah. Horten so literally means hard tooth. Ha it's and Hal the guy Horten, is, a tooth. is that right? <laughs> and yeah. The subtitle means the fightfully clean teeth. Yeah, y y give it to me one more time. Hal Horten Kampen am die Reine Tenner. Okay. Hal Horten Kampen am die Reine Tenner. No, yeah, it's not sure, gonna let's happen. go with that. Luke, sorry. Remember when I asked you before recording to restrain your racism against the Danish? <laughs> I'm trying to pronounce it right. <laughs> Did you? I'm, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be respectful. How Houghton. Is that it? Did I do it? I'll be right back. <laughs> we should. <laughs> we should find other foreign games and repeat with hard to pronounce titles and and people that speak those languages. Isn't Hitman a Danish game? Yes, but it's just called Hitman. Oh, what's the Danish word for Hitman? I mean, I guess you could say Lime Water. Which, oh. I mean... I don't know if... I mean, which would be... Could also literally mean Hired Killer. Oh. I guess actually Killer for Rent. Oh, that's good. Language is weird. <laughs> we get a Killer for Lease? Killer for Rent 2, colon, Silent Assassin. <laughs> colon, Silent Assassin's what I, uh... No, never mind. Assassin's a weird word. It is derived from Assassin. <laughs> which means, like, uh... From the root word, ass-ass. I'm back. I'm back from the dead. Assassin. <laughs> yeah. No, Assassin means, like, assassin? those those who study good. Or something. <laughs> anyway, what what's going on? We're talking we're about the number of <laughs> the word assassin. About the okay. fact that there's two asses in it. There are two asses in it. Yeah. Anyway, what are we? Did did, did people vote on Harold Halton? <laughs> no, nobody voted. Okay. We Am I getting closer? Voted, but I will vote for it. <laughs> All right. It's a Am video game I like as a kid. <laughs> Am I getting warmer now? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> It's ha okay. Harold Halton. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Crystal. I'm sorry. I'm just being an asshole, expecting some someone to be able to pronounce my weird language. <laughs> no, Ratchet and Clank. Right, that's one for each. Uh, Greg. <laughs> um. Uh. I mean, they're both like commercial garbage. I like the title screen on uh, this. This uh, Harold Haratan Kampanabanabanabana. Um. <laughs> Okay, which is, which is just did a better job. <laughs> I have no shame, so, but I just like I just like the title screen where there's just a giant Colgate logo right there. Which one it, of us is closer? Game. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Colgate game. <laughs> well, no, I need to know this between me and Greg. Who got closer to saying it right? You actually tried. Thank yeah, you. I didn't give a fuck. So, <laughs> hey, what'd you vote, Greg? I voted for Harold Hardtooth. Okay. I'm also going to vote for that one. I'm not going to say its name again. <laughs> Which moves us down to number 366. 
Greg, what wins, Ratchet and Clank or uh, Star Trek? An old old video game about Star Trek. Oh, the old text adventure one. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's a text adventure. It's like a little, like you're flying around in a little field shooting at ships. Right. Right. Um. I'm gonna respect video game history. Go with Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lau? Tough one. I mean, Moby Games clearly says that Star Trek is an unofficial game mm-hmm. based on a television series of the same name. Very big history. Not even mm-hmm. official. Yeah. Uh, so, purely on that, I'm gonna have to go with Ratchet and Clank. Okay. I guess this is kind of a text adventure. It's, yeah, this seems like a weird game. Anyway, that's one for each. Crystal? Ratchet and Clank. Well, shit, I'm voting Star Trek. What do we do now? Mm, well, I mean, Death battle? The, the main goal of Star Trek is to do war, isn't it? I guess, yeah. Is it too late to get another guest in? <laughs> I mean, that's, listen, this episode's already a bit of a train wreck. Hi, I'm Paul Liquidator. Oh, wait, Paul Liquidator, you're here? I'm Paul Liquidator, star of Liquidator 2, welcome to hell. Oh, wow, this is such a great gift for us. Mm. What Paul, I'll be your Paul, official... Paul, like better Star Trek or Ratchet and Clank? I'm gonna go with Ratchet and Clank, I love my little iPhone games. Alright, great, that's so great, we're already learning so much about you. Alright, that... What's it like in hell? I mean, it's, it's pretty hot. Are you the one doing the welcoming? No, we got we we get the uh, the old people to do that. It's, it's the only job they can sense. really do. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, well, Paul Liquidator, how does uh, how does Ratchet and Clank compare to Critical Mass, aka Power, game number three hundred five on our list? This is a tank game. You're on an alien planet. You shoot stuff. I don't remember it very well. Well, I don't really trust games that have two names at the same time. Hmm. So, uh, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Okay, okay. Uh, Greg, what about you? Is that fair? Wait till there's a tie. (laughs) (laughs) We have five people in this podcast and just getting everybody's opinion. Wow, do you still have your tie-breaking device? What? Plastered with the face of America's first president. I think that was someone I, else. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. uh, that must have been someone else. That yeah. would make sense. Why would Lao have a quarter? That's a great question. I mean, yeah, I La- don't have a coin here, but it does, La- not have, it does not have the face of any presidents or the rulers on it. Sure. How do you vote, though? Uh, I have a different opinion. I'm saying two, two names, two times as good. So I'm going okay. with power. Great. So critical Cri- mass, aka power. Right. Crystal, how about you? Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I'm also going with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Greg, you sure you don't want to voice an opinion on this one? You know, just just alternate between me and and mm-hmm. hey, Paul. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. it's all right. <laughs> okay, so you just want us to ask you alternating? Okay. I yeah, and, sure. and we'll just bring I mean... the other one in if there's a tie. Okay, okay, if you're sure about it. Hmm. Uh, that means that Ratchet and Clank wins, I think. Who cares? It's winning and moving up to number 275. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Oregon Trail Director's Cut? Uh, uh, darkly humorous take on Oregon Trail. 
Because you're, yeah, there's zombies involved. Thank you for the enunciation. I said it the same way I've always said it, and I'm so mad at you for that bit. <laughs> um, I will vote for Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus. Okay, great. Lau, how about you? Uh, into the Nexus. I mean, zombies okay. has a bit of a don, isn't it? All right, all right. Greg? Um, One sec. I didn't actually expect Paul Liquidator yeah. to stick. <laughs> but I guess we're doing that. <laughs> okay, the remainder of this show should be completely interruption-free. So, I'm sorry, Greg, one more time. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon Trail, Director's Cut. Because it's okay. a real well, game and not an, an iPhone runner. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that's judgy. <laughs> Uh, Lau and Crystal, you both voted or, uh, into the Nexus, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm also going to vote for... You know what? Mm, no, I'm going to vote for uh, for Oregon Trail, just because I'd like to hear uh, Paul, Paul Liquidator on this one. All right, well, um, Oregon Trail, it's, it's kind of try-hard, really, so... Uh, really? Rat- you're you're going to go to that one, huh? That's interesting. No, 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 no. I'm saying it sucks. I'll go with Ratchet and Clank. No, that's what I'm saying. It just seems like you might appreciate that kind of edgy tryhardness, given what we know about your game. What are you saying? <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. You don't know nothing about me, man. All right? I guess I don't. I guess I don't. I shouldn't be so judgmental. <laughs> uh, Paul, how does uh, how does Ratchet and Clank compare to Metal Arms glitch in the system? A 3D platformer uh, that you're a little robot guy and you jump in bigger robot guys to control them and do stuff. Oh, you want my opinion now? Well, I do. Uh, if you'd be so gracious as to give it. Fine. I'll go with metal arms. Glitch in the system. Right. Great. Wow. I mean, this is two games that both feature robot guys. That's really difficult. Yeah. Right. But it sounds like Metal Arms might have more robot guys, so I'm going yeah. with that. Okay. That's two for Metal Arms. Uh, Crystal. Ratchy Clank. All right. I'm going to vote. Uh, you know, I'm going to vote for. Uh, yeah, I'll vote Metal Arms. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> that moves Ratchet and Clank down to number 297. Crystal, how does it compare to Suzumiya Haruhi no Tomodoi, uh, a PlayStation 2. Suzumi Aharuhi game where she starts a video game club and like you play some mini games based on the kind of video games they make at the club. I don't know. Ratchet and Clank. Wow. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. All right, uh, Greg. Um, I'm gonna go with the. I can't pronounce this, and yeah, I respect sure. I respect Japanese more than I pronounce Danish. So I'm gonna go wow. with. I'm gonna I go mean, with. As the, far as I know, you never pronounce Danish. So. <laughs> uh, that doesn't so, say much. I'm gonna go with the uh, the visual yeah. novel. All right. Um, I'm gonna go for uh, for Ratchet and Clank. Uh, which moves us up to number two ninety three. Uh, Paul Liquidator, how does Ratchet and Clank compare to Dragon Ball Xenoverse, a game we placed on this very episode? You aren't here for that. I can run through. No. It. So, what's that? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sure. So it's like an online Dragon Ball game, but like you make your own character and go through time and help Trunks save the timeline. 
Oh wow, I should sue. That's basically my game. Uh, <laughs> you saved the Dragon Ball timeline. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, well, I might be worried. And the Sailor lawsuits going in the other direction if that's the case. Uh, but that so said, that mean? that said, I'm gonna go with Dragon Ball. All right, Lau. Uh, I'm voting for Dragon Ball. Cool, Crystal. Ratchet and Clank. All right, Lau, you wrote Dragon Ball, right? Yes, that's what I just okay. said. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just listen. There's a lot no, going sorry. on. We got a we have a celebrity in here with us. I'm getting a little starstruck. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's very understandable. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Dragon Ball. So Ratchet and Clank moves down. Uh, Crystal, how does Ratchet and Clank compare to Labyrinth, an NES game inspired by the film Labyrinth with David Bowie? Uh, I'm going to vote for Ratchet and Clank. All right. Wow. Uh, I'm voting for David Bowie. Yeah, I mean Labyrinth. Okay. Uh, Greg? Yeah, can't turn down David Bowie. Labyrinth. Yeah, I'm also going to go for Labyrinth. Uh, which moves Ratchet and Clank down to number 296. Uh, to a game we have already discussed, uh, Paul Liquidator, how do you think it compares to Arrow of the Acrobat 2? Paul, did you know they made a second Arrow of the Acrobat? Because I didn't. Mm. I didn't know they made uh, Arrow of the Acrobat 1. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Ratchet and Clank. All right. Lau. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Crystal? Ratchet and Clank. All right, Ratchet and Clank's got it. Uh, in which case, it is placed at number 296, directly above Arrow the Acrobat 2, directly below uh, Labyrinth. Congratulations, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? It's a great honor to be placed. Yeah, uh-huh. Anyway, you know what? I'm actually glad that we've got Paul Liquidator here for this last game, because I think... I think he might be able to provide some insight into it for us. It seems like it might be his wheelhouse. Um, now, um, I've linked a video uh, showing dialogue from Liquidator 2, Welcome to Hell. Okay. Um, I would love if Paul Liquidator gave us his impression of this character. <laughs> well, you uh, gave us a 10-minute long video, so that might be hard. <laughs> uh, it's at 2.07. 2.07, all right. It seems a little rude to put an actor on the spot like this, Crystal. I mean, taking time out of his busy day to come down here and help us play some games. Oh, these cutscenes are pretty good, though. Oh yeah, that was Steve. He had a stroke on set. <laughs> Steve sounds like how Greg sounds when he tries to read Danish. And they just kept the takes in. My favorite part of this is that after thirty seconds of unintelligible dialogue, he whips out a very well enunciated. Any questions? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about Phantasmagoria, a puzzle of flesh. <laughs> Curtis Craig is a 30-year-old man whose distorted childhood is filled with horrors. 
His father was involved in an illegal top-secret experiment for a company called Wintech Industries. Nearly nothing is known about the true nature of this experiment. But something in it affected the sanity of Curtis's mother, eventually driving her to suicide. Curtis's father was later shot, leaving the poor little boy with serious behavioral disturbances and eventually in therapy. Now, a year after having been released from the mental institution, Curtis is employed at Wintech Industries, whose manager, Paul Warner, has seemingly taken it upon himself to take care of Curtis. He tries to find the cause of his psychotic episodes and the mysterious murders that break out all around him, all the while discovering more and more about his past life and his father's fate. Fate. Phantasmagoria, A Puzzle of Flesh, is not an actual sequel to the original Phantasmagoria, but rather a follow-up that has similar themes and visual concepts. The game is more heavy on puzzles and tra traditional adventure gameplay than its predecessor. The gameplay involves standard activities found in adventure games, including extended conversations with the characters featuring selectable dialogue topics, collecting and manipulating inventory items with the environment, etc. It's possible and often necessary to call characters on the phone, as well as check and answer emails accessed by Curtis's computer at his workplace. Like its predecessor, the game has a simple point-and-click interface that employs video sequences with live actors as cutscenes. Short movies are usually shown after each action performed by the protagonist. So I think this got listeners suggested to us because um, the website Giant Bomb played through all of this game. That's how I'm familiar with it at the very least. I'm familiar with it through the... Uh, the uh, oh. uh, go ahead, Greg. I said I'm familiar about it from uh, a really old... Spoonie playthrough. I don't know if anyone oh, remembers okay. Spoonie Experiment, but mm. this is a pretty fun game to riff on. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's uh, it's not a good game. It's the acting's very bad. Um, it's extremely hokey in a way that, like, hey, guess what? All those mental health themes that got mentioned in that summary, maybe not handled with uh, care. There's, like, nudity in it, just because why not? We can. It's... There's some really corny attempts at, like, extreme BDSM. Yeah. Yeah. This game is real goofy. I don't know if that's something I would describe as real goofy, but... It, no. I'm not, ex I'm not an expert on the topic. It's pretty goofy when you look at it. That's the thing. They given what they aim for, the fact that they arrived at Goofy is almost an accomplishment. Uh, if I remember right, the way this game ends is it turns out that the reason you are crazy is because you're possessed by some demon from a different realm. Oh, and like lovely. It's, it's got like two different endings. One where you either like purge them and like live a happy normal life ever after, or you just embrace them and become like the demon king lord of the hell world. It has a uh, it has a good and proper uh, water cooler simulator. Yes. You just constantly hang out by the water cooler in your office. Yep, that does happen. Uh, Paul Liquidator, are you familiar with this mm. game at all? Uh, yeah, I watched the Giant Bomb stream. Oh, great. What did you think of it? It was all right. Uh, all right. What, I have, <laughs> have to have some deep insight? No, you don't at all. Of course not. Let's place it. We're going to start at number 246. Uh, Paul, how do you think it compares to, mm, let's see here, California Speed, former number one game of all time. Uh, it's a racing game set in California. I do love me some, some speed. 
California speed. Great. Lau. Wait, what's meaning of the woods are you talking about, Tia? <laughs> I'm trying to just kind of move past that. <laughs> no, I want to know. Speed. I mean, actually, actually. My kitten, I mean, Speed. She's a good kitty. Okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, and also the drug. <laughs> Thank you. That's, this is such a good that's bit. That's what I wanted to know. Wow, yeah. how are you voting? I'm voting for California speed, but in the sense of going fast. Great. <laughs> Crystal? Um, I'm upset because I've listened to this liquidator cutscene enough times now that I can actually make out what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> so the illusion is now lost for me. Great. Cool. So in mourning, I will vote for Phantasmagoria. <laughs> okay. I'm going to vote for California speed. Phantasmagoria moves down to number 368. Crystal, how does it compare to Carmageddon? Another driving game, but this one's got more violence. This one, you solve a puzzle of flesh on every impact with a human being. Carmageddon. Alright, great. Lau? I'm voting for Carmageddon. Again, uh, in the sense of going fat. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a terrible joke. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Greg? Um, I'm gonna go Phantasmagoria. Okay. Um, hmm. I think I'm also gonna go Phantasmagoria, which means Paul, it's up to you to break the tie. Harumph. <laughs> uh huh. Carmageddon. All right, great. Carmageddon out of here. Uh. Carmageddon wins, and uh, Phantasmagoria moves down to number 428. Uh, Paul, how does it compare to Gods and Heroes, Rome Rising, an MMORPG based on Greco-Roman mythology? <clears throat> well, they didn't really believe in hell. Sure. Those Romans. They, they certainly had Tartarus, which informs our modern concept of hell. Yes, but that's like... That's like Target to Hell's Walmart. <laughs> what? I'm gonna go with Phantasmagoria. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. So I'm also voting for Phantasmagoria. Phantasmagoria. Crystal. Phantasmagoria. Alright, Phantasmagoria wins and moves up. Uh, Crystal, how does uh, Phantasmagoria compare to number 398, Call of Duty Roads to Victory, a Call of Duty video game for the PlayStation Portable? Call of Duty. Wow. Uh, that cow of duty. Alright, Greg? Uh, Phantasmagoria. Hmm. I'm also voting Phantasmagoria. Paul, get in here. You're a first-person shooter guy. What, uh, give us some insight. <laughs> I'm not a handheld first-person shooter guy. Ah, sure, sure, sure. But... We do have to respect the troops. <laughs> of course. Call of Duty. <laughs> Alright, you're, you're a fascinating figure, Paul. <laughs> I'm so glad we nailed this interview. <laughs> Paul, how do you think that uh, Phantasmagoria compares to Frozen Freefall... A match three game made by Disney to promote the film Frozen. Mm. 
Yes, in this case, I'm afraid I'm going to have to let Phantasmagoria go. Let it go. Oh, you have a lovely singing voice. You really contain multitudes. I'm going, I love Frozen. I love Frozen. We'll go with Frozen. Wow. I'm also voting for Frozen Freefall, but because I love Match Free. All right. It's just the greatest. Just matching free all over the place. Great. Crystal? Phantasmagoria. I'm also voting Phantasmagoria. Greg, get in here. Oh, uh, Phantasmagoria. All right, Phantasmic Corey takes it and uh, moves up to number 405. Crystal, how does Phantasmic Corey compare to 007, The World is Not Enough for Game Boy Color, a 007 game that plays sort of like the uh, 8-bit Metal Gear games? You know what this game, Luke? Yeah. Ain't enough for me. Mmm, damn. I'm voting for Phantasmic All right. Lau? Uh, I'm voting for The World is Not Enough. Okay, it's one I for mean- each. What's is, that? I mean, is it enough? I I mean, I don't know. Well, I guess, I, according to 007, no, it's not. Yes, exactly. All right. Cool. Uh, Greg, how do you vote? Uh, Phantasmagoria. Okay. I'm going to vote for 007. So, Paul? Oh. Uh, which Bond is this? Oh, I think this is Pierce Brosnan. This is Pierce Brosnan. Mm. At least the movie is. Yeah. yeah. Did they actually put? I mean, I would assume they put at least a portrait of him in the game. I'll bet he's like on the box art. Or so. Yeah, he's on the box art. Not my favorite Bond, but at least it's not George Lazenby. So I'm gonna, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm gonna go with 007. All right, 007 wins, and Phantasmagoria continues to move down to number 409. Oh, I'm so glad we get to talk about this one while Paul's here, Paul. How do uh, you compare Phantasmagoria, A Puzzle of Flesh, to Elsa Dentist, a Flash game where you have to perform dentistry on Elsa, who has just bleeding rotten teeth and gums, and you got to fix them up for her. Now, you see, um, th- this is the game that should have the subtitle, A Puzzle of Flesh. I was going to say, this one's, it's Phantasmagoria, A Puzzle of Flesh, versus Elsa Dentist, A Puzzle of Teeth. Well, I know I said... I love Frozen earlier, but this right. is clearly a corruption. Okay. It's an evil, evil corruption. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to call it a deconstruction. I wouldn't, so I'm going to go with Phantasmagoria. All right. Wow. <laughs> I'm not sure Elsa Dentist set out to be horrifying. Uh, at least Phantasmagoria knows what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm voting for Phantasmagoria. All right, that is uh, two for Phantasmagoria. Crystal? This has been a while since I actually booted this up. Uh, Wait, you've actually The Harry played? Potter font for the menus, the <laughs> music playing as Elsa cries in pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Elsa Dentist. Great. I'm uh. sorry. Did you say good? Yeah. I think yeah. we have different understandings of what yeah, that gonna... means. I'm also going to go also dentist. Greg, what do you think? Oh, God. Well, no, the whole gimmick is it's the opposite votes. Um. <laughs> exactly, I got you. <laughs> oh, shit. Elsa dentist now. No, but okay. <laughs> All right, Elsa dentist wins, and Phantasmagoria moves down to number 411. I thought we already did 411. Did I fuck something yeah, we... up here? We have not... I th- I... 
Oh, yeah. Boo. Ooh, we did that one. Uh, okay, well, let's do 410 then. I, I think I goofed something, but it doesn't matter that much. Um, uh, Crystal, how do you think that Phantasmagoria compares to Evilites? Uh, this is a game where you, uh, Evilites is a life simulator. Player controls the fate of tiny circular water living creatures called Evilites. Evilites. Kind of looks like Flow, but probably not as good. Or maybe better. Who knows? Lau. Uh, Evilites. All right, uh, and Greg. Uh, Phantasmagoria. Okay, okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Phantasmagoria. Uh, oh wait. Oh yeah, I'm voting Phantasmagoria. Right. That's how this podcast works. Paul, <laughs> give us the deciding vote. Hmm. <laughs> well, Evilites sounds like electrolytes, mm-hmm. and I need electrolytes to do my hell shooting. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna go is. with Evilites. You drink a lot of Gatorade while you're hell shooting. Well, not officially Gatorade. It's kind of a oh, kind of a knockoff. I see. Uh, all right. Well, in that case, let's see here. Phantasmagoria: A Puzzle of Flesh is placed at number four ten, directly above Evilites, directly below Phantasmagoria, or directly below Elsa Dentist. It is not below itself. That would be impossible. And with that, we've placed five games. We did it, everybody. Hooray. We managed I mean, to drag you may our... Say, What's that? I mean, never mind. I'm just being silly, but Pokemon Red is right below Pokemon Red. Yeah. I, oh, I guess you're right. Yes. I mean, anyway. I guess that's technically not entirely the same because it's Japanese and American version. But... They're very sure. distinct games. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's different versions of the same game. Yeah. Anyway, I would, um, I would say, yeah. Uh, Greg, would you like to plug anything? Uh, sure. Uh, I'm Greg. I run a YouTube channel called Pop Arena. Uh, do many different pop culture uh, content. Uh, most notably, uh, the series Knickknacks, which is a show-by-show history on the cable channel Nickelodeon. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at at pop underscore arena. All right, fantastic. Uh, Lau, how about you? No, I, I don't really have anything worth plugging. All right. Crystal? At Arcane Crystal. All right. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can follow uh, this show at audioentropy.com, along with a bunch of other great shows, such as some, some of Crystal's shows, like uh, Book of Adora or MCU Complete Me. I'm on that one. Uh, or Totally Reprise. Let's Place. I made Elsa smile so bad. <laughs> D comedy. I put the wrong teeth in. Uh. Uh, uh, you can follow Chelsea on Twitter at Nitspecibus. Uh, oh, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, Paul, is there anything you would like to plug? Well, if you ever get a chance to watch uh, the opera Nixon in China, it's uh, quite exquisite. <laughs> I kind of thought you'd be plugging Liquidator 2. Welcome to hell, but okay. I don't. Everybody knows about that. Oh, oh. yeah, that's hmm. old news. Okay. It's like trying to plug. It's like be like plugging the Beatles. Anyway, subscribe to us on iTunes. That would be nice. Uh, <laughs> if you really like us, give us a rating and a review. And if you really like us, head back over onto audioentropy.com. Click that motherfucking donut button. Give us some money to buy donuts. <sighs> Crystal, give us a sign-off to get out of here. 
It's so good because, like, Elsa lives in the medieval society where they wouldn't have very good dental hygiene. Sure. And then uh -huh. she, she is transported to the modern world. Obviously, her teeth would look like shit. But wouldn't they also not have that much sugar? Oh, uh, I mean, she's, that, like... a, she's royalty. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess the royalty would have easy access to sugar retreats. Uh, Lau, give That's us a, a sign off. That's a very good point. What? Lau, give us a sign off. Uh, goodbye, I'm not prepared for this. Greg? <laughs> um, later. Paul? And I'll see you in hell. I'm gonna go solve a puzzle of flesh. We'll see you next time on Let's Place. I thought I told you.